This is Robert from Nostalgic Radiant Cars. Like most of you, I drive a car or a truck. Well, occasionally, I need tires or just a simple plug or patch. Well, my friends down at Just Tires is the place to go when that need arises. Give them a call at 727-585-9271. They have a convenient location right at 1645 Clearwater Larder Road. You can't miss them. So for all your tire needs, cars, trucks, trailers, new used or just a repair, give Just Tires a call. 727-585-9271. Oh, yeah, and be sure and check out their website, JustTires.net. Do you ever feel the need for speed? Well, experience the thrill of indoor karting at Tampa Bay Grand Prix, located at 12350 Automobile Boulevard in Clearwater. Call 727-527-8464. They have state-of-the-art electric carts racing around a quarter-mile road circuit. Bring your family, friends, and teammates for some speed, fun, and competition at Tampa Bay Grand Prix Indoor Karting Facility. Call 727-527-8464. Visit their website at tampabaygp.com. Tonight's program has been brought to you by Ford Motor Company and its automotive divisions, Ford, Lincoln Mercury, and Autolite Ford Parts, and Wilco Ford Corporation. Tomorrow, see the Ford division cars, Mustang, Falcon, Fairlane, Ford, and Thunderbird. See why Ford has a better idea. Okay, listeners, welcome. You are tuned in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. I'm your show host. Run your computer and Google Tantalk1340.com. That's Tantalk1340.com. And you can see us live here in the studio, streaming around the globe, probably to Mars, Venus, maybe all the way out to Saturn even. Yeah, man, because you know once the radio waves go out into space, they just they keep just I, keep going. They keep going. So they keep going to galaxies and universes and come back to us even. What do you think of that? Yeah. Anyway, so like I said before, I'm your show host, Robert. If you get a chance, check out our website. Matter of fact, don't not wait till you get a chance. Just go to our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Like us on Facebook. Give us a big... Okay, that's very, very important. Check out our stuffs page and buy a t-shirt. You know what? If you call in today, you might win a decal, you know? So give us a call here at the studio, 727-441-3000, I've got an extra batch of decals, the famous Nostalgic Radio and Cars decals with the infamous, cool, wicked, one-of-a-kind 1957 Thunderbird Gasser. What a bitchin' car that is. One of these days, we might even actually build that car. That would be really, really, really cool. So, and don't forget, if you've missed any of our past shows, you can go to our podcast, which is also located on our website. You know what? Don't forget to check out our events page, too, because we have a whole bunch of stuff going on. As a matter of fact, this week as we speak, the Hollywood, no, no, excuse me, not Hollywood, Hot August Nights out in Reno. That was some kind of event. Or is it going on this weekend? Maybe it's this weekend. God, I'm losing. I, you know, I have I have to apologize. I am completely lost track of time here because next week is the event of all events. It's Monterey Car Week out in Monterey, California on the Monterey Peninsula. Actually, it's Pebble Beach. It's Pacific Groves. It's uh, Carmel. It's just an amazing, amazing event. This is the 63rd year that they've had this event. It started out just a couple car guys, a couple vintage races along a 17-mile drive. Go check out the Pebble Beach Concourse. Check out the whole Monterey Car Week. It's all over the website. It's just an amazing event. You've got a number of auctions going on there. You've got RM. RM's got some amazing, spectacular cars. The prices... They're going up every six months. If you've got the big bucks, the big deep pockets, if you're lucky enough to win the lottery this evening, this evening, right? It's what close to four hundred million or something like that. What is it, Cedric? Uh, I don't know. Bobby says it's three hundred. I'm going to check. Powerball? I don't know. Powerball. That's the thing. Yeah. So if somebody's fortunate enough to win the Powerball tonight, they could be at Monterey next week, sitting in front of the auctioneer. Four twenty-five. Four twenty-five. Four hundred twenty-five. That's a nice number. You know, 425 significant, you know, because back in the day in the 60s, if you had 425 ponies under your hood of your car, you had a pretty fast car. By today's standard, that's almost normal, you know. In those days, we had to do a lot to get 425 horsepower out of a car. I mean, there was only a handful of them that actually produced that right out of the box and 
Ford had the big block 427. Chevrolet had their 427. Chrysler had their 426 Hemi. Buick had a 455. Pontiac had a 455. They were just shy of 400 horsepower. There. They were like 370, 380. But 425 is a cool number. Matter of fact, are you feeling lucky tonight? I might be feeling lucky. I might have to sit there and go dig through all the change in my ashtray to see if I can come up with some nickels, dimes, quarters, and pennies to uh, buy myself a Powerball for two bucks and then throw in the extra buck for the uh, that other little gizmo that works on us that kind of doubles the money or whatever the deal is. I'm not sure. I'm not in the gambling and I'm in Powerball. Matter of fact, if Billy the uh, Burnett was here, he would basically know how all that stuff works. No, you're absolutely right. I'm absolutely right. Yes, of course I am. But Billy definitely knows how to play all the uh, lotto games and the scratch-offs and all that other good stuff. So, You guys having fun there with the sound effects? Come on, keep them coming. Keep them rolling during the dialogue. I want some fun. We've got to make this a fun show today, you know? I want to know why. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know what it is? Is Today, we're just going to do something kind of cool. And in celebration, or maybe not celebration, but uh, Motown, Detroit's having some issues, okay? They have had a long history of lousy, terrible governmental management. So... Motown is probably no town. So in honor of Motown, no town, I think we're going to play some Motown music. What do we got queued up on that little turntable? We're going to play some music today. We're going to have a little dialogue. We're going to have some fun this afternoon. There we go. All right. This sounds like... This is... This is a rare earth. Rare earth. Yeah, this is... Hey, big brother, you screwed up Detroit. When's the last time you heard this? It's been a while. Hey, that's one thing you'll hear. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do a beach rock radio edition today on Nostalgic Radio and Cars, okay? And some of the the songs are going to come from Motown, so there's still a car connection, Detroit connection, which is going to be kind of cool. And, uh... This is just a groovy song. And one thing I'll tell you about when you turn into tune into Nostalgic Radio Cars as well as Beach Rock Radio, you're going to hear some really cool songs. You're going to hear stuff you don't normally hear that's played on a regular basis here with all the, the basically half-assed radio sh- stations that are around here that don't know how to program music far, from our perspective. But we're going to play some really cool stuff, some uh, stuff that may have been top 40 music. If not, they were on the albums that were, or on the flip side of the 45. So this is a really groovy song, so check it out. We'll be right back. Hey, 
listeners. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Okay, we're back, and you're tuned in to Nostalgic Radio Cars. Now, the reason we played that little uh, skit, that was actually a call-in from uh, a caller. <laughs> but anyway, the deal is is that I do diminished value reports, and just for your info, what a diminished value is, is if your car has been involved in an accident, like Dave's van here, Dave Wagonworth, the owner of the radio station here, if your vehicle has been involved in an accident, you are entitled to lost value of your vehicle. That means if your car is a $20,000 car, let's say, for example, and it got hammered, okay, and it sustained some damage, that car is no longer worth what it was prior to the damage, to the accident. Now, it may not be the fault of yours. It could have been the other guys. But at any rate, the other guy's insurance company or whoever is at fault is obligated to reimburse you for the difference in the value and the loss of your vehicle. So in other words, let's just say on an average, your $20,000 car is hit. It is no longer worth $20,000. It's worth 15000 So in order for the insurance company to make you whole again, make you whole, okay, which is typically why we have insurance, okay, is that somebody is going to have to write you a check for $5,000. That offsets the loss value of your vehicle. Now, it makes perfectly good sense because me as a dealer, for example, if you bring your car to me, if your car is average or clean book, clean book, let's say it's $20,000, it could be XYZ, it could be a Bonsai Toto Special, it makes no difference, okay? And the car's undamaged, it's worth twenty grand. But now if your car has damage, it's been involved in a wreck, and it's hurt, it's wounded, it's scarred, it's marred, it's stigmatized, whatever you want to call it, okay? The car is now worth probably somewhere around $15,000. And me as a dealer slash wholesaler, whatever, I'm going to look at your car and I'm going to say, look, you know, your car's not worth what it would have been had it not been involved in an accident. So therefore, I'm only going to give you 15 grand for it. So now you're going to be sitting there and crying and whimpering and scratching and sniffing and going, well, gee whiz, you know, I didn't expect to lose $5,000 on my car. However, had you called someone like me, Robert, at GolfstreamMotorsports.com or at Gulfstream Motorsports LLC, I could have promptly come out there, wrote you a report, and you could have fought with your insurance company and probably got yourself 5000 bucks. And you would have said, Is this a paying customer? <laughs> absolutely positively or absolutely positively anyway you slice it but do you, uh, you ever have people have you come out and then when you get out there they're like well i don't have any money oh gosh you know you try to qualify them ahead of time you know that's one thing we learned in sales many 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 years ago you learn to pre-qualify your customer you ask them the question and how do you do that is this a paying customer that's it you just say hey you got cash because uh cash talks bs walks it's real simple it's that's just how it works or wait a minute, wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait but if you have no cash no problem because you can get a hold of dave wagonvort's book no cash no problem and you can barter so that means if my appraisal are $450, for example, and you have $450 worth of goodies that I might be interested in. Let's just say... See, I really missed the cue. I was supposed to drop this in. Hi, this is John Austin, host of the book club. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead, play that. that. (laughs) That's fun. Come on, let's have some fun. Anyway... Uh, you could sit there and barter with me. For example, let's say you got some rare Shelby parts, or you got a Rolex watch, or you got, uh, you know, some, you know, fifty pounds of silver laying around. I might be interested in doing some sort of horse trading with you, whereby you can get your diminished value, and I can get the comparables of what my services would be worth. Right? 
And Lola could get herself a brand new pair of shoes. Hi, Lola. How you doing? You made the wrong mistake. You don't want to do the shoes. You don't want to do the shoes? It can get bad. This can get ugly. <laughs> they can get ugly? Okay. Well, if you had ham hocks like mine, then you have to have, the, have to have some sort of full coverage. But when you get beautiful, stunning legs and feet like Lola does, then you can wear open shoes and mini skirts. Right, Lola? <laughs> She's around the corner there. This Andy is a Rick. big old frozen chunk of poopy. <laughs> She is very fashionable. We're, we're picking on uh, Lola Wagonvoort. She's the owner of the station. She is the lovely wife, often mistaken for uh, Dave's daughter, right, Cedric? Yeah. <laughs> I'm missing out. See, I'm really bad at getting these cues today. <laughs> you know what? For some reason, I just, I'm just kind of corny today. But you know what? If you want to hear some, something really funny and a show that's really corny but really cool, you need to tune in to the Artie Fletcher Show Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday when it's live. Artie is funny. I, I just nothing I, – I can't, I, can't, I can't say it any better. And more simply and more explicit that Artie Fletcher is just a funny guy. And somehow he just gets away with saying all kinds of crazy stuff, which I'm afraid to on the air because uh, I like my show. At any rate, all right, let's talk about cars. Let's go back to what, Monterey. Monterey Car Week next week, okay – is loaded with, you talk about the who's who in the car industry, in the world, among collectors, builders, racers, just car connoisseurs in general. Monterey Car Week, if you had to put an event, and you've heard me talk about this all the time, I mean, because I talk about there's four events a year that you got to go to, and Barrett Jackson's one of them, obviously, uh, Amelia Island in, or- in uh, Jacksonville, uh, SEMA, but Monterey is the car event of car events. Everything that you can possibly imagine will show up there on four wheels, two wheels, three wheels, one wheels, even unicycles. No kidding. But you've got Laguna Seca is right there in Carmel Valley. So you've got the vintage races going on. Amazing stuff. Amazing people. Tremendous history rolling around there. And they're rolling around at speeds. You're talking million dollar, $5 million, $10 million cars running around on the racetrack. These are just toys for billionaires. It's just crazy. Then when you get the auctions and talking about RM, RM's got some unbelievable cars. I think he's going to have something like a hundred. To 125 cars, but these are what they call boutique cars. These are like, you know, one-off built cars. I mean, Ferrari convertibles, Maseratis, one-off Mercedes-Benzes, vintage Porsches, vintage 30s Alfa Romeos. I mean, you just really need to go check out the website, look at the stuff that he's got. On the other extreme, you get over towards the, down by the marina, you got uh, my good friend Drew Alcazar. He does Russo and Steel. Heavy, heavy, heavy into the muscle cars and classic cars and foreign exotics. Vintage road race cars, too. All kinds of X-race cars, drag cars. Big, 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 big stuff going on there. He's probably going to have five, 600 cars there. And then Meekums is out there. Meekums is probably going to have something like a 1,000 cars. It's just nonstop auction action. It's crazy. Then you have Bonhams going on, and Bonhams has got 70 or 80 amazing cars, just really, really true American classics. We're talking pre-war, pre-war car, uh, post-war car, uh, mid-50s classics, uh, European cars, sports cars, which right now the money, the strong, strong, strong money, all bets are on foreign exotics. So your Ferraris, your Aston Martins, your uh, Alfa Romeos, your basically your pre-war Alphas are Huge dollars right now. And especially Lamborghinis, Aston Martins, Esos, Monteverdis, just oddball prototypes, Maseratis, obviously Porsches, your vintage Mercedes SLs, just amazing cars. Uh, if you're into some of the other pre-war cars and slightly post-war era cars, the Delahays, Delages, stuff like that, classic, classic cars bring super, super, super money. Um, Goodings. Goodings is probably one of my favorite auctions. David Gooding does an amazing job of running probably one of the finest, classiest uh, auctions around. I mean, really, he's neck and neck with uh, with RM. RM and Goodings are probably your two top of the line auctions, only from the standpoint that they they really put on a show. They generate a lot of people. They generate some amazing cars, and that's what it's all about: is the cars. And it's not just the cars that you know people are buying and selling, but it's actually showing up there, meeting the people, hobnobbing, listening to the people, sharing information with these people, the history. It's just you know, and and people talking about the ownership, the fact that the guys had a car in his family for for five generations, and it might be a nineteen. 19- 32 Bentley supercharged race cars worth $7 million or some crazy amount of money. 
It's so overwhelming that sometimes I can't even comprehend all the stuff there. Because, like, like I said, I know a lot about cars. I really, truly do. And because I do appraisals, pre-purchase inspections, and stuff like that. But every once in a while, you know, you get into these, these, and, and the cars that I grew up, for example, with the 50s and 60s cars and muscle cars, obviously, those are no-brainers. Those cars are so second nature to me. I don't think there's a part I probably don't know. You know, haven't been in the salvage yard business for 25, 30 years. But when you get into these pre-war cars, like us talking about the early Bentleys and um, and some of these Aston Martins, some of these SSK Mercedes-Benzes and, and these Alpha 8Cs, these are just truly amazing cars. In some cases, they only built maybe 20 or 30 of these cars. And what happened back in those days is the car manufacturers, this took place in the United States as well. You, For example, you could buy, let's just say, a Lincoln Continental, and you bought the chassis from Lincoln Continent, Lincoln slash Ford Motor Company, okay? And what you would do is if you had a lot of money, if your name was Clark Gable, for example, or if you were some huge uh, industrialist or real estate mogul or steel magnet or, or even Errol Flynn or Betty Davis or something like that, and you didn't want the same kind of car that uh, one of your contemporaries had, you would go to a custom coach builder of some kind, but you could have had yourself a custom-bodied car Fisher Body back in those days actually was one of them, which was out of Detroit. Another coach builder was uh, Durham or LeBaron or, and of course, uh, Bowman and Schwartz. Very well known back in the day. Built a lot of uh, Hollywood stars and movie producer cars. Anyway, you could have a car custom built to your specification. You could actually literally say, well, I want swoopy lines or I want two-tone paint jobs or I want uh, a, a serious rake on the windshield. Um, they would build that car for you because money was no object to those people, but they wanted something different. Well, many of those cars have survived, and many of those cars will show up at a Goodings or at an RM auction or at a Bottoms auction. And that's what's so amazing about this. Is you see these cars and you go, wow. I mean, you look at today's cars, for example, and you look at a Bugatti Veyron, or you look at uh, you know some of these Ferrari 458 or something like that. A lot of these cars are production cars, but you don't see the really cool custom-built cars like then, like the people built back in those days. I mean, we have some custom car builders today, and we're building some amazing stuff. You know, we've had Troy trepania has been on our show. Steve Strope's been on our show. And these guys built some really, really cool, state-of-the-art cars. Robert is doing an unbelievable job. Well, thank you there, Mr. Uh, whatever your name is. Uh, the voice is familiar, but uh, the name, uh, I can't place that person. Probably, probably looking for, He's probably out looking for a job. If he's not, he will be. At any rate, back to the back to the cars. The like, for example, last year at uh, when I was at a Monterey, they had uh, Clark Gable's um, Duesenberg there. This car was just incredible. I think the car sold for in the millions, well into the millions. But Clark Gable back in the day was a huge, huge, well-known car connoisseur collector. Okay. And matter of fact, we need to find that one little clip. Connoisseur, remember the the, the little thing from uh, Nicholas Cage? Don't forget that one. My name is Roger, sir. May I be of some help? That's funny. My name is Roger. Two Rogers don't make a right. <laughs> Roger, I have a problem. Yes. I've been in LA for three months now. I have money. I have taste. But I'm not on anybody's A list, and Saturday night is the loneliest night of the week for me. Oh. A Ferrari would certainly change that. Perhaps. Hmm. But you know, this is the one. Yes. 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 I saw three of these parked outside the local Starbucks this morning, which tells me only one thing. There's too many self-indulgent wieners in this city with too much bloody money. Now, if I was driving a 1967 275 GTB Borkham... You would not be a self-indulgent wiener, sir. It would be a connoisseur. Precisely. Champagne would fall from the heavens, doors would open, velvet robes would par. I don't have one here. However, I do have one in the warehouse. Superb. What else do you have in the warehouse? <laughs> That's the one. I love that. That's great. That's a great line. So what else have you got in the garage? What else have you got in the warehouse? What else you got in storage? What's behind door number one? Door number two. My favorite lines. Uh, but anyway, so he was almost parallel to Jay Leno. Uh, Jay Leno is, and he's been on our radio show, of all the people that I've ever talked with about cars in general, okay, let's just say a layperson in other words, a car collector, a car enthusiast, Jay Leno probably knows more about 
cars in general than anybody I've ever talked to. And because he truly is a car guy, he eats, sleeps, and drinks automobiles. Just, I mean, dedicated, committed guy. I, 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 I can't, I can't say how overly impressed I was because we had a couple off-air conversations, him and I. And uh, really, I'll tell you what, I, I had a hard time holding my own with him because, and again, in the 50s and 60s and 70s cars, nah, not a problem. He'd be pretty hard-pressed to, to beat me on some of that stuff. But when you get into the early 50s, 40s, pre-war cars, uh, a lot of your foreign European exotics, um, my expertise is I'm still learning, you know? No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm absolutely <laughs> Well, you know, that was, which which goes leads into another uh, uh, comment that I'm going to make, and that is being an appraiser... And being objective, I know a lot about a lot of cars, but you have to also be honest as an appraiser, and that is, I don't know everything there is to know about every car. So I have to literally bone up on a lot of stuff. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of research. And I tell people that ahead of time, if I get a car that I'm not really truly familiar with, then I have to take the time to research that a little bit. And that's kind of pretty much on my dime. I mean, I have a set price that I charge to do appraisals. But when I get into something that's a little bit unusual, there's hours and hours and hours of research. And you're back and forth, and you're looking at the car. And you might walk around the car, and you might walk around the car 10 times. And every time you might notice something different, you go, why? I didn't notice that the first time. Yeah, Uh, how about that? Yeah. For example, I did a car for uh, Lincoln Land here not too long ago. It was a very, very, very unusual car. It was a 1962 Lincoln Continental four-door that was custom-ordered with pretty much a stock standard Lincoln Continental, but it had some special order color change on the interior. Well, there's paperwork to document that, but without that documentation... You can't substantiate that, okay? And, for example, like a lot of times there's a data plate on the car, and sometimes, for example, paint codes, interior codes may be deleted, those codes. There's a, it may be a letter. It may be two digits. It, it could be a number of things. It could be a combination, for example. And if those are left blank, usually that's an indication, if it's the original data plate, that there was something custom ordered or special ordered. And so even through the 60s, if you were Clark Gable or if you were John Wayne or somebody like that, a celebrity, somebody with a lot of clout, and you said, look, you know, I'd like – Bob Hope was another one. It was a real big car collector kind of guy, and he would always have some custom-built or custom-modified stuff done for him. And matter of fact, George Barris, who's been on our show, modified cars for a lot of the celebrities in California. And uh, so it's just really amazing that – these cars, many of which have survived, but now are slowly surfacing, and they're going through the hands of collectors and family members. And these are the kind of cars that have amazing history that draw a lot of people to these events, and just 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 wind up in as huge conversation pieces, and ultimately in somebody else's collection. And these cars are still being very much sought after and 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 preserved. And that's what's cool about that. What people overlook in the car industry, particularly the classic industry, classic cars, is it is a business, it is a commodity, it is collectible, they are assets, they do appreciate, and somehow, somehow, these high-end cars have weathered the economy. That just is that's probably the one thing that boggles my mind more than anything else. Unlike and and right now the market is extremely strong for European collectibles. Seti Harris loves me. Seti Harris loves you? Oh, my Seti God. Seti Harris loves me. How oh, much do you it, love me? Hey, I love Cedric Harris a lot. <laughs> that is the voice of the infamous, well-known, almost world-renowned Radio Rob, who's the number one listener here at the WTAN radio studio. Very interesting. And Cedric Harris is the number one Board engineer, board op, producing engineer, radio engineer downtown in the world, Dave. in my opinion. And, downtown uh, Dave. Downtown Dave. And Downtown Dave, well, he's been in the radio business since before Marconi, I guess, right? Now, I said that. See, Artie can say that and get away with that. I don't know if I can or not. Can I say that? What? Uh, that making Dave, fun of Dave? Yeah, making fun of Dave. He actually has a pretty good sense of humor about that kind of stuff. I think that, that Artie gets away with it because he's not funny. Oh, man, I'm going to get it now. (laughs) Artie's not. Hey, be sure to tune in to the Artie Fletcher Show. He will be on today, this evening, after the stick and ball game. And I'm not even sure who that is or what that is or anything like that, because all I know about uh, is things that go round and round and round and round. We got that clip someplace, round and round. Like a little nursery song, round and round and round we go. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round. 
bus go round and round all through the town. <laughs> That's the one. You know, Cedric and Bobby, you guys never cease to amaze me. Stuff you come up with. That's good. You're paying attention. But anyway, so... I want to know why. Yeah. So next week, you've got... On Tuesday, you've got the concourse, downtown Carmel. And I would say that probably... Wow, an easy five, 600 cars show up. Last year, the coolest thing ever took place. They had all the vintage race cars, not all of them, but a lot of vintage race cars that were about 20 miles away over at Laguna Seca got a police escort to escort all these vintage race cars. We're talking Boss 302s, Trans Am Shelbys, Firebirds, Porsches, Ferraris, uh, Can-Am cars, which just, I mean, we're talking open-headed, full-blown race cars, non-street legal, no tags, no insurance, no nothing, zip, zero, nada, just having a blast running about 70, 80 miles an hour through the canyon from Laguna Seca to downtown Carmel on Ocean Street. I think that's what it is. And that's the main drag. It's north and south bank. Runs down to the water down there in Carmel. And these guys all showed up. Vic Edelbrock was there. Drew was there. Dan Gurney was there. Uh, Bobby Rahal was there. You name it. The big name. Parnelli Jones was walking around there. The big name guys that drove these cars back in the day. Sterling Moss. They were all there flaunting these cars that many of them drove at one point in time in their life. There was even Formula One cars there. Vintage Formula One cars there that showed up, drove downtown. Nine Street legal cars, full-blown race cars. I mean, just incredible, incredible array of cars. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm still overwhelmed. That's amazing. That was a year ago. What a crazy deal that was, because they came down, they came into the back street, they came down the main drag, and then they went around the back street, and then they came down the front, because they wanted to make a grand opening. Well, when they came down the back by the fire station, and a lot of people don't know what Carmel's like, but it's a small little quaint little artsy fartsy kind of town. Really, 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 really cool. Probably the coolest town in in California, in my opinion. Probably in the whole country. And it's very quaint, it's very historic, and very narrow little roads. And some of the buildings are kind of tall. When I say tall, and we're talking maybe three, four stories tall. But now you imagine these full blown race cars with open exhaust coming through there. You talk about an echo. It sounded like a thunderstorm. It sounded like the world was coming to an end when these guys came roaring down to the streets. Now, to those of us that are car guys, we're all going, wow, how cool is this? But to the average guy that doesn't know, he probably thought, yeah, probably the world is coming to an end. But anyway, that's, that is the caliber of event that uh, Doug Friedman puts us on. Yeah, matter of fact, he's out of Atlanta, and he puts on the concourse. And I think this is his eighth year, ninth year that he's been that he's been doing it. And then all week long, there's stuff going on. There's car shows for Mercedes. There's car shows for Porsche. There's car shows for Ferrari. There's there's muscle car shows. There's like I said, the auctions. You've got Bonhams. You got RM. You got Gooding. You got Russo and Steel. You've got. Uh, let's see, did I miss one here? Um, uh, uh, Meekums. I mean, it, 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 I, I can't explain it. I mean, it, thousands and thousands. The, the, car, the, the whole coast is just nonstop car culture, coolness, action. It's just, it's just amazing stuff. Anyway, I'm getting a little long-winded here. What do we got uh, spinning around on a turntable? Since we're celebrating uh, Detroit going down the tubes... Literally. Matter of fact, let me tell you how bad Detroit is right now. Detroit, I just heard the other day that they are going to start selling off parking meters, but they have no parking meters to sell because nobody goes downtown. They're selling off their artwork. They're selling off their utilities. They can't pay their bills. Yeah, again, the bottom line is just bad management. I mean, historically bad management. And then they come to find out, and we're talking about that there's 25 or 30 other cities in the country, uh, similar bad management that are also contemplating you know, going down the tubes, too, which, you know, I, this is not a political show. You can tune into the other guys and hear all the nonsense. I mean, I'll give you my little Roberts rant, my spin on it. But, this you know, is a you big got, old frozen chunk of poopy. <laughs> you got, you know, you got to two and two is four. OK, that means if you got four bucks coming in. You spend three, you save one. You don't go and spend five and, and try to figure out where you're going to get the next dollar from. And that's essentially what these people have done. And, you know, we, 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 we elect these people, we vote for these people, we rely on these people, depend on these people because they sell. I don't. I'm smarter than that. Uh, but a lot of people buy into this, this, this spiel, that these, this, these lies, tales, and stories. That no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> that these politicians uh, sell you guys, and it doesn't work. It just doesn't work, you know? I mean, nothing's for free. 
And, uh, you know, they're in a world of doo-doo. I mean, the whole country's in a world of doo-doo, but now it's starting to take effect, and uh, one by one, you're going to see the dominoes kind of go bloop, 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 bloop. But you know what? We're here at WTAN, downtown Clearwater, sparkling downtown Clearwater, the AM 1340 WTAN station, one of the oldest radio stations in here in downtown Clearwater, and we're going to have some fun, so we're going to play some music for you guys. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about cars, cars, and more cars. We need some funny stuff, man. What's the funny You know, st- I'm a voter. Aren't you supposed <laughs> You know, I'm a voter. You Aren't are? you supposed to lie to me and kiss my butt? Yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. Very good. Very good. All right, let's see. What do we got spinning around on the table? We got... Oh, speaking of rotten, lousy, crummy, crooked politicians, smiling faces... Undisputed shoes. Now, you know what? Again, there's a song you don't hear every day. Matter of fact, this should be every politician's theme song. What do you say to that, Cedric? I agree. I know. So, it's kind of like the other one. We don't have that one queued up. I forgot about that one. Backstabbers, who does that uh, that's one? That's a good one. That's a good one. That's another political song. That's another one. Is that Motown, Tom? No, Motown? you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> we will be right back. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. They don't tell the truth Smiling faces Smiling faces Tell lies And I got proof Pizza Shop, located at 1200 8th Avenue Southwest in Largo, offers a great selection of personalized pizzas, pastas, and calzones, as well as delicious wings, subs, salads, and tasty desserts. Enjoy the relaxing atmosphere and scenic view overlooking Pinecrest Golf Course. Remember, for the finest pizza anywhere, takeout, delivery, or catering, call 581-1101. That's 581-1101. Or order online at yourpizzashop.com. Now what? This is not a call-in show. Who's this guy think he is? The president or something? I'm sorry to be screwing this thing up. What? You kidding me? (laughs) You know, there's a job to do, you gotta do it yourself. Yeah, right. Uh, This is kind of cool, Robert. Sure, right on. Dig it, man. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, The reason I am interrupting. Uh, Robert is not because he's not doing a good job. He's doing an unbelievable job. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Uh, but it's because I just got off the telephone with... Dr. Howard, Dr. Fine, Dr. Howard. What we're talking about is common sense reform. If you like your doctor, you're going to be able to keep your doctor. And that's the truth. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to Nostalgia Radio and Cars. And if you're not, you're a communist. We're back, and you're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And yes, thank you, Mr. Larry the Cable Guy. He's got a cool show, you know. If you ever watch his show, it's on, uh, I think, Wednesday nights or something like that. But uh, we had him on our show as a guest. 
And uh, again, I got a chance to talk to him off air. And it's pretty interesting how these guys are just like you and I. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, pretty cool people. Just real um, normal. Now, he's not really into cars, per se, you know, like a lot of car guys. But he does like his four-wheelers. He does like hunting and, uh, you know, his quads and stuff like that. So he's, uh, you know, he's into that. He's he, he's at least into and trucks, of course. And he's at least into that. So that's a good thing. So he likes things to go round and round and round and round. Anyway, back to Monterey. Um, there's a stretch there called the Del Monte Woods Park, I think. Del Monte something or other. God. You know what? I apologize. My, 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 Got a lot of stuff going on right now. But anyway, the uh, there's a thing around Monterey called the 17-mile drive. And back in the day, that's when they had, and it goes right along Pebble Beach and, and the Monterey and Pacific Grove. It actually starts at Pacific Grove, kind of meanders around through there and winds up at Pebble Beach and Carmel. And it is just one amazing drive. If you ever had a really cool classic car, uh, a vintage Porsche, a, a Ferrari, uh, even a Mustang, it, uh, you know, convertible. You, you got to have a convertible, and you take that drive. And the Monterey Peninsula slash, and I will say it's the overall Bay Area, San Francisco area, okay? But it's kind of cool in the evenings, warm in the daytime, but the fog rolls in pretty much um, off the Pacific. So it's generally a little bit on a foggy, overcasty kind of uh, weather going on there in the mornings. And then in the afternoon, it slowly burns off. But it's just really, really cool because there's, there's these tall pine trees, there's cypress trees, there's fir trees, there's all kinds of cool stuff. And you're just driving down this little windy roads, and there's a bunch of them that just branch off. And there's a ton of beautiful homes in this area. And um, and it's all high-end stuff. I mean, it's some pretty pretty nice... Uh, here I go again. Just some really nice architecture some nice homes just nice properties that's all i can say and it's up high it's probably you know elevation is probably it varies from maybe a couple hundred feet above sea level to probably five six hundred feet maybe a little bit more short of a thousand some areas there's like cliffs to go straight up straight down but just extremely scenic just beautiful beautiful real estate just a great great view of the pacific ocean and um and there's and you're just meandering through and you suddenly you see the coast and then you're in the woods and then you're in a residential area and then you're back on the coast and then you're back in the woods and you're around the golf course and it's 17 miles of just pure ecstasy if you got a really really cool car you just cruise you do the speed limit which is 25 or 35 miles an hour whatever it is and they have these little caravans there then and when 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 they do the Monterey week thing they'll have groups that go out and it's just a drive and it's so cool it's so nostalgic uh, I can't describe it. It's just one of those things you just have to experience. And like I said, like I started to say earlier, you know, Monterey, of all the car events going on in the continental United States, the Monterey Car Week is probably the coolest one. If you go south of Monterey down towards Big Sur, you go across the Bixby Bridge, and you're on PCH, which is Pacific Coast Highway, there are some serious, serious scenery there. No, you're absolutely right. And uh, so, and you drive on down PCH, and you go down past, uh, you know, south of Big Sur, you go through St. Louis Obispo, you go down to uh, Cambria, uh, it is, and down towards Santa Barbara. But that whole coastline from, from Big Sur, which is just south of uh, Carmel, down to St. Louis Obispo is an amazing scenic run. And oh, it, really? It is very treacherous, too, I might add, because oh, really? there's some area. Yeah, yeah, really. And there are some areas there that, uh, in fact, there's a story, and this is how true it goes. Uh, we, we had, um, obviously, we had Carol Shelby on our show. Oh, really? And, and he had uh, built two killer 427 Cobras, one for himself. They were called the, the um, Super Snakes. And the one had twin carburetors, twin superchargers on it, twin exhaust, twin this, twin one everything. Well, the other car, the second car, was built for Bill Cosby because Carol Shelby and Bill Cosby were buddy buddies. And as the story goes, Carol says, well, how come you're driving them fancy foreign jobbies and like them Maseratis and them Ferraris and you're not driving one of these AC Cobras, these homegrown American-made muscle cars? And Bill Cosby supposedly says, because you haven't got one that goes 200 miles an hour. And Carol Shelby says... No problem. Done. Anyway, a couple days later, the car shows up. Well, it scares the living daylights out of Bill Cosby. So he basically flips the car back to Carroll Shelby and says, that car's way too fast. That's too scary. And you're right. Um, you know, I'm going to go back driving my little d- domesticated little, uh, you know, spaghetti grinders. And uh, somebody else bought the Cobra, okay? And this was one of two made. It was an automatic car. Uh, again, 
twin superchargers, 427, just amazing car, just 200-mile-an-hour car. It really was. Well, the guy that bought the car was cruising along the PCH highway, let the car get away, and he backed off PCH down the cliff, and obviously the car went in the water. The car was retrieved. It was salvaged. The guy that owned it and drove it off the PCH highway obviously didn't survive. The car's whereabouts are, eh, well, the car is rebuilt and rebodied, and who knows what happens to it. But it, but the car, but the car does exist. And uh, and but keep in mind too, an AC Cobra is an aluminum body car, little tube chassis. So when it fell a thousand feet and hit the rocks down there in the Pacific, uh, it kind of mangled it pretty good. But a car like that, even back in those days, you didn't let it go to waste. You salvaged that kind of a car. You know, there's certain cars that you, they cut them up for pieces. You know, kind of like a race car. You know, this piece off this car wind up in this car. This chassis will be over here. The motor will be over there. The rear end will be there. The front suspension there. And if somebody crashes a car at one of the races, then uh, similar cars crash someplace else. They'll rob some parts off that, and then who knows what happens. So that that gets into a, that's another story for for another segment of the show. Actually, we can talk about that. But. Um, Anyway, so that's the, the cover story, and that's the PCH Highway thing, and, and that is really, really, really cool. What do we got queued up on the turntable? We got another mo 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 Motown song? Yeah. A mo 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 We got Motown song? Oh, yeah. What do we got? I want to know why. You want to know why? Oh, this here little Curtis Mayfield. Yeah. Push him, man. you're absolutely right. Now you're absolutely right. Yeah. This Is, is this uh, Prescription Addiction's new theme song? It would be a good one. It would be a good one. Yeah, you need to tell Larry to. He needs to play I'll br- this. I'll bring him back from break with us. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, little Chris Mayfield. Now he's Motown. Matter yeah. of fact, we had to play his other song. He did. Diamonds in the back. <laughs> Sunroof top. Digging in the sea with the gangsterine. Yeah. All right. You're listening to little Chris Mayfield. We'll be right back. Tune in Nostalgic Radio and Cars. No way to go through life, son. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Ain't I clean? Bad machine, super cool, super mean. Feeling good for the man, super fly. Here I stand, secret stash, heavy bread. Baddest bitches in the bed. I'm your pusher man. Enjoy affordable golf at Magnolia Valley Golf Club, located on Massachusetts Avenue in Newport Ritchie. Play for as little as $15 after 2 p.m. The club has two beautiful courses to choose from, an 18-hole championship par 72, plus another 9-hole executive par 33. Join their open leagues on Wednesday afternoons at 4 and Sunday mornings at 8. Call 727-847-2342 for tee times or visit their website, magnoliavalleygolfclub.com. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. I want to know why. Now you're absolutely right. Now you're absolutely right. Now you're absolutely right. 
Okay, we're back. You tuned in to uh, Nostalgic Video and Cars? Maybe? I think? Maybe? Where are you people? <laughs> On dope? <laughs> well, actually, we uh, kind of changed our format a little bit. We're going to do the uh, Beach Rock Radio thing, so we played some music. We talked a little... Actually, we kind of mixed it up. We did a little Beach Rock Radio and some Nostalgic Radio and Cars, although uh, Beach Rock Radio and Motown, I'm not sure about that. You know, we probably should have paid some surf music. That's what we were missing. Surf music like... Uh, girls for every That's it. That hit the spot. Surf City, USA. You know, that was my first record I ever bought at the Goodwill store in San Anselmo, California, just outside of San Rafael. Cool song. But anyway, so we're talking about Monterey because Monterey's next week, and that is the event of the year, okay? Um, God, I just can't say enough stuff about that. Just when you go to the auctions, for example, if you go down to the uh, – Portofino, I think it's the Portofino Hotel, which is downtown Monterey. In the back there, they have all the cars staged out back. And there's a big waterfall, like a big fountain thing out in the back. And all the cars are kind of lined up around there. I mean, they had just some incredible stuff. Lamborghini Muros, Uracos, uh, the Aston Martin, you know, DB3s, DB4s, DB4 uh, GTs, GB6s, uh, Ferrari uh, Super Americas, Lusos, 330 GTs, Lamborghini 350 GTs, Lamborghini Isoleros. Um, you know, all the pre-72 stuff, pre-73 stuff is cool, cool, cool cars. After that, you know, yeah, the cars, you know, don't really, they're not really that exciting. I mean, uh, granted an F40 probably still attracts a lot of people, gets some attention. You know, uh, uh, GT, well, the Berlinetta 365 GT, I mean, BBs, BB512s, those are kind of cool. People dig those, and the Berlinetta 365s. BB stands for Boxster Berlinetta, by the way. Um, and that's a horizontally opposed 12 banger. Although the coolest car, the coolest car, and Jay Leno owns one of those. And uh, Adam Carolla, who's also been on our show, he owns a pair of them, as well as some 350 GTs and uh, some Ferraris, uh, 330 um, GTs. But the Lamborghini Mura has got to be the, I hate using this word, the sexiest car on the planet. I mean, it has got the most gorgeous lines. The car was designed in 1967, I believe, and showed up at the Geneva Auto Show. And uh, that car went from just being a $40,000, $50,000 so-so car. They are now bringing a premium of over a million and a half. So a Lumber- sure, right on. A, a Lamborghini Mura SV, which is the last of the series, which would be a 71. Yes, well over a million bucks. He's a roach. And, uh, He's a roach. oh, hey, now, are you who are we referring to there? <laughs> Not nobody. <laughs> He's a roach. Anyway, no, obviously, There's the Lamborghini no is not. There's no beat button here. <laughs> no beat button there. Anyway, but the Lamborghini Mura, uh, there will be a few of those over there. There's some, uh, Alfred, uh, let's, let's talk about some of the affordable cars. I, I, obviously, Shelby's and GT350s and GT500s are all pushing $100,000, $200,000 now. Yeah, how and, about that? Yeah, how about that? And uh, like a 65 Shelby GT350, I mean, they're projected to hit $300,000 again. AC Cobras, well over a million dollars. The 29 AC Cobras are just seven, $800,000. I mean, just crazy money. It's just So those cars are out of the realm of affordability. But let's just talk about cars that are thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, and that's a ton of money. But let's just say, for example, you find a, uh, a mid-60s Mercedes, two thirty. 250 280SL. Good little car. $25,000 to $35,000. You know, obviously, when you get a $50,000, $70,000 range, you're talking about really, 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 really nice cars. But you can get some decent drivers, you know, in the $20,000, $30,000 range. Um, Heelys. Big Heelys. And I'm a big fan of those because that was what my first car was. So if you buy an MK3 3000, for example, you can find uh, the MK3s are bringing a premium and the 104s are bringing a premium. But the Mark Twos, the Mark Ones and Mark Twos, nah, you know, so late 50s, 61, 62, 63, 64, those cars, you can still buy them, you know, drivers, 
20000 $25,000, $30,000 range. So that's not a bad buy. Triumph TR6s, which I've had a few of those over the years, those you can buy under ten grand. MGBs, under ten grand. Volkswagen Bugs. Don't overlook a Volkswagen Bug. As a matter of fact, i got a line on one right now, a 1967 okay. Bug okay. with a sunroof. Yeah, okay. okay. And uh, it's a cool little piece, and it's like around 12000 bucks. Nice-looking car, California black play car. Decent little piece. So if you guys, anybody interested in that, contact me at GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and I'll get you the particulars no, on, you're that absolutely per- right. on that particular car. But let's talk about TR4s. TR4s, twelve to $15,000. MGAs, twelve to $15,000. TR4, uh, TR3s, twelve to $15,000, $20,000. And again, you start getting $25,000, $30,000 on this, some of this British stuff. Yeah, it's a pretty nice car, but twelve to fifteen and fifteen to twenty thousand is a pretty decent range. Alfa Romeos, okay, the and I got a line on one of those, the GTV coupes, okay, nineteen seventy two and older, so that would be the sixty four, sixty five step noses to seventy two, seventy three, seventy four. I think is the last year for the GTVs, the good looking little coupes that used to race like. Uh, um, Horse Quack and those guys that used to go duel it out with uh, our friends at uh, BRE Racing, you know Pete Brock and uh, and and John Morton. And um, as a matter of fact, when they did win the race in 1972, it, it turned out that uh, that the Alfa Romeo team cheated. Imagine that cheating and racing. Jeez, I thought cheating and racing is kind of like synonymous. But at any rate, uh, so Pete Brock ended up winning the championship that race. What we're dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. That's right. Downtown (laughs) Dave. But at any rate, so, uh, but Alfa Romeo's, cool little car. Lancia Fulvia's, if you could find one of those. Lancia's a good little car. The Alpha Spiders, the one like they use in the movie Graduate with Dustin Hoffman, for example, the uh, little spider, or Veloce, as they call it, okay? Those cars are like around... You know, under twenty thousand dollars, under twenty five thousand dollars, especially the sixty seven, sixty eight, sixty nine, I think seventy, sixty nine for sure is the last year. I think for what they call the teardrop nose, the teardrop tail end, and then seventy, seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, seventy four, seventy one, seventy two, seventy three, seventy four was the stainless steel bumpered car. Um, those are collectible. And then after 75, I think they went to the ugly rubber bumpers like MGB and everybody Hi, else. This is Bruce Maderi. So. Uh, <laughs> Where's Artie Fletcher? I thought he's coming on. But uh, I don't know. You don't have an Artie Fletcher thing? We don't uh, have an Artie Fletcher clip? Uh, I got this one. I, I got this Artie Fletcher clip. Which, what's up? It's time for oh, yeah! Fletcher. Yeah! And you bet you listen to him, you're going to wind up... But the real, the real best part of it is... I want to know why. I want to know why. Yeah, yeah. What about is there is there a little piece in there about Rob? Let's hear a little piece about Rob. Oh yeah, we got because Rob's big fan. (laughs) Radio Rob, the number one WTAN fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good job on that song. Absolutely right. No, you're absolutely right. We need to get him to do one for us too. We need a little funk. That's almost has a little Motown funk to it. I'm going to call him up on my... (laughs) What's his name? Rick Seymour? Is that what it is? Or Rick? Yeah. Rick, yeah. He did a good job on that. Anyway, I don't know why. Uh, let's see. What are the good little cars? I'm um, talking, and, and, and I'm focusing on foreign cars because for some reason right now the market's on foreign cars. Foreign cars seem to do really, really, really well. If you don't have a foreign car, yeah, you're still your best bet is a good old all American Ford Mustang. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Ford guy, but it's just a really good car for the money, and everybody likes them. Everybody wants one. So I don't care if you're in South Africa, <coughs> Southern Europe, you know, driving along the uh, Champs-Élysées and Paris, as they say, or if you're tooling in the, you know, just right around the Great Wall of China or uh, the Canadian Rockies. <laughs> you can't beat a Mustang. That's so, I bet you they have them on Mars, you know. Oh, you know, we forgot to get that one, that Mars rover, redneck rover. We need to find that clip someplace from uh, the TV show Got Guns and Automobiles, Mark Muller and them. But um, at any rate, you know, and then, of course, you know, obviously your Chevelles and your GTOs and your Roadrunners, and they're all still, you know, hanging around $25,000, dollars $30,000, and that's kind of where they're at. So they have not jumped up, but the foreign stuff really has. Now, granted, you really have to be a little bit of a wrench to own those cars and drive those cars because they take a little bit of work. And then, of course, okay. you've got to be able to locate parts. It's not like okay. you can walk into any parts house and uh, grab parts for a, uh, you know, your 1965 Alfa Romeo Stepnose or your, you know, 50. 50- Hey, that sounds like uh, 
Is that the, uh, you know what? I think that's the song that says that we're just about out of time. Hey, run to your computer and Google Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and you can check out our podcast. I've got it kind of updated now again, as usual. I'm usually pretty good about that. Check out our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com. Like us, like us, like us on Facebook, okay? Be sure, be sure and tell your friends about Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the most legendary and fascinating names in motorsports. Live guests on our live radio show, streamed live all over the world. You okay. dumb cracker. <laughs> I'm from California. I'm not a cracker. That's a Florida thing, man. At any rate. No, Montana's uh, from California. Is no, you're right? absolutely right. Oh, okay. Well, anyway. No, no he's right. from Southern California. We don't even count that. It's kind of like, you know, south yeah. of Tampa, you know, south Miami. We don't need That's not Florida. At any rate, uh... Everybody stay safe, drive carefully, love your families. We will see you definitely at some of the car shows. Might even see you at Monterey sometime. You never know. But, hey, don't forget, we got the Dream Cruise coming up in Orlando at the end of the month. Labor Day weekend at the Coronado Springs Hotel. Check that out. Go to my events page at GulfstreamMotorsports.com. All the upcoming cool events are there. Don't forget the Superboat races at the end of September. Superboat races. We got... The Mirror Lake Classic coming up. We've got Zephyr Hills coming up. We got the Turkey Rod Run coming up. We got Festivals of Speed coming up. We've got all the information right here on Nostalgia Radio Cars every week for you, my listeners. The things I do for my listeners, my car fanatic friends. Hey, this is Robert. I'm signing out, and I guess we're going to listen to some more doors, and I'm off to work. Later, guys. Next week. See you next week. I don't mean to be telling tales out of school, but there's a fella in there who'll pay you $10 if you sing into his can. Downtown Dave. I'm not here to make a record, you dumb cracker. It broadcast me out on the radio. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen. You dumb cracker.